The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, moon, and the stars. On earth, nations will be in dismay. Perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves, people will die of fright. In anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect, raise your heads, because redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, and that they catch you by surprise like a trap. For the day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times. And pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The hemorrhaging woman in the Gospel waited 12 years before the Lord walked by her and there was great opportunity for her. 12 years. 12 years of doctors ripping her off. 12 years of a failed health care system. 12 years of not being able to make a contribution to society. 12 years of sleepless nights. 12 years of not having a social life. But during those 12 years, she was also productive. She was building. She was building on her faith so that when she finally saw Jesus walk by 12 years of waiting, the Lord said to her, your faith has saved you. See, whenever we wait for the Lord, it's always productive wait. After the Israelites were in Egypt enslaved for 400 years, God appeared to Moses at the burning bush. God said to Moses, I have heard the cry of my people Israel for 400 years. Of course, the question comes up, why are you waiting 400 years? (laughs) Didn't you hear the cry? And the reason why is because they were productive. See, the Bible tells us what they were producing during those 400 years. They were productive because... They were multiplying. Yes, from one little family of Abraham, they multiplied. So how exactly do you multiply? Well, you fall in love, you get married, and you multiply. So imagine a young Israelite enslaved in in Egypt, and the taskmaster is forcing him every day to carry heavy bricks up to the top of the pyramid, up and down all day, going beyond his limitations. That's a long day. That's pretty tiring gets home and he sees his wife, his wife hugs him, and and then they multiply. 
Now, that same Israelite could, instead of love, could get angry, could get mad at his situation and have hate in his heart and start to rebel against his oppressors and go to war with them. And, well, for sure, they would experience a pretty decline in their their numbers. But they didn't decline. They multiplied because they didn't hate. They loved You see, when you wait for the Lord, when you're waiting, it's always productive. As you know, we have a seminary here, and we have seminarians from various parts of the country. And I was in conversation one day with one that uh, was from New York. And he said to me that he was sad because his New York Jets had lost to the New England Patriots. And then he said he's sad also because uh, his New York Giants aren't any better. They only won three games all season. And then he said, uh, he was, uh, and then I asked him, he says, well, you got the Knicks. And then he moaned, <laughs> he moaning. And I says, look at you. You're miserable. You don't have to be miserable. You join us. <laughs> join the Boston teams, our sports. We're generally happy. Our teams go to the playoffs. We have parades. <laughs> we'll welcome you into the, uh, the sports family in Boston. And he said, Never. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I understand the resistance. Because he knows that it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time that the Yankees are going to buy up all the best players. He, he, he also knows that a lot of the great athletes would love to play in New York. The salaries are great in New York. They have a great fan base there. They uh, have great entertainment, <laughs> nice restaurants in New York. They're drawn to New York. And he knows it's only a matter of time that they'll rise up again. And so he waits. You know, we live in the church and we we see that our church doesn't have the influence that it used to have in the the past. Our numbers have been in decline, especially during the COVID in the last few years, and they don't look like they're going to go up anytime soon with a a new strand coming around. And uh, we see our religious leaders struggling through, through one crisis after the other and then more difficulties. And, and so we see a struggling church, and yet we're still here. Why do we still come? Because we know that it's only a matter of time when the Son of Man will descend from the clouds and show his power and his, his great glory. You know, we could get angry or frustrated or disappointed or, and just quit and just do something else. But we don't. We'd rather wait. Because when you wait for the Lord, you're always productive. You wait for the Lord, you multiply. And while we're waiting... We multiply our good works. We multiply the times we forgive one another. We multiply the opportunities that are out there that we could do for others and make sacrifices for the benefit of others. We multiply while we wait. It's always productive. So welcome to Advent, time when we wait for the coming of the Lord. This is a great time because whenever you wait for the Lord, you're always productive.